Our whole lives we've been searching for this demon. We finally know where this demon's gonna be, and now we know how to kill it. This ends now. I'm ending it. I don't care what it takes. A vision? Visions or no visions, the fact is that demon is coming tonight. This family's gonna go through the same hell that we went through. We know you have the gun, John. You just declared war. I'll bring you the coal. That demon is coming tonight. That gun is all we got. You're gonna hand Meg a fake gun and hope she doesn't notice? I've been waiting a long time for this fight. Nobody's dying tonight. Not us, not that family, nobody. Why don't you just hand over the gun? Maybe I'll just shoot you. There's more where I came from. It's coming. I can't believe you just shot me! Sam, no! Dan, let me go! It's still in there! It's burning to the ground! It's suicide! I don't care! I do! That thing killed Jess! That thing killed Mom! They're gone, and they're never coming back. Don't you say that! Not after all this! And welcome to Hell Ain't Complicated, a supernatural fan cast. Uh, I'm Claire, and with me is my friend Bo. Hey. And it's the fucking season one finale. Hey, finale. Yes, we did it. It wasn't as painful as I thought it'd be. Yeah, surprisingly. Surprisingly. <laughs> Honestly, the painful stuff comes later. Mm. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, after after you've already been invested, because like the first couple of seasons, they are they are getting you invested, so they have some blunders, but you start to care about them. Then the later seasons, it's like, what have you done? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, oh, I'm so excited to get to. Uh, okay, season four. Mm -hmm. Like, I just want to keep this podcast <laughs> going long enough to get to episode one of season four. If oh my god, I could stop podcasting for the rest of my life after that i wouldn't give a shit as long as i do the cast entrance episode that's all that's it that's all i that's all i'm looking forward to in my life anymore i have a friend who's been watching supernatural for like the first time um yeah. she's been doing it for about a month and she's on season seven now so like holy shit i think oh maybe gosh. like a month and a half but like she's like blazing through it but ever since the entrance of castiel literally every single time she's watching something she'll have a note either about what castiel are do is doing or so no castiel <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's exactly it she rates an episode based off of what's going on with Cass or if Cass is there if Cass is not there it doesn't matter she just complains about whatever douchebaggery dean is up to <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and i'm just like yeah why do we like dean he's such a raging dick i know it's dean girl <laughs> brain where the immaculate dean that lives inside of our heads is just <laughs> so perfect and everybody with mental illness is like that's that's me recognition <laughs> through the, the other is, essentially sam is right there yeah. Sam's literally right there. He's done so much less awful shit. 
and he also has problems disorder. He has so many <laughs> problems disorder. Like he does. They're different problems, but he does have a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. There's a okay, I'm actually going to say it really quick. There's a quote in the uh, first episode we're going to recap where Sam mm-hmm. says well, Dean is like, hey, Sam, you need to calm down. And Sam's like, it's not my fault, but it is my problem. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. He's because Dean is trying to tell him that he needs to calm down that mom and Jess weren't his fault. And he's like, yeah, Dean, it's not my fault, but it is my problem. And I'm like, yes, exactly. yes, I love him but so that's fucking much. Sam. Oh that, that, that's Sam. Like, because, yeah, he does have a little bit of that guilt. But then he's like, you know, it's not my fault, but it still is my problem. And I still have an obligation to, like, help fix it. Like, he's honestly, like, Dean is like, you're, you're becoming just like dad. You're out for revenge. And I think part of him is. But I think Sam is less revenge um, motivated and more duty motivated. Yeah, he's the moral back, but we can't get we can't start analyzing episodes. We'll get to, we'll get that. No, 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 it's fine. I know it's so hard not to. Just listen. This is going to be a Sam fest because you know what? Oh, I've decided. I was actually re-listening to some of our earlier episodes, trying to like make sure that I knew um, what was going on in each one, especially the ones where I wasn't actually you know in the episode. But mm. one of the episodes earlier, I said <laughs> Sam is sometimes the only the all. Sometimes the only sane man, but he is almost always the only nice one. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's his, that's, that's his whole character. The only fucking nice person on this goddamn show. <laughs> Sorry, continue what you're saying. Oh, no, you're so right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, okay. So, uh, the quick minutia and stuff. First, still doing a call for listener episodes. Nothing so far. Please send them in. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, so send in your listener episode. Just send in any <laughs> fucking stories. I want to hear other people's experiences. I love listening to people talk about Supernatural. Like the convention. the, yeah, uh, yeah, the yeah. Like the video convention that they did. I heard it was a bad time. Yeah, yeah speaking up. So I did go over through a few. Granted, I only went through like one person's blog to get like the quick, you know, sentences quick summaries, I'm going to link to it because God bless them for doing that for me. So it's such a nice coincidence that we had the Supernatural convention the weekend before this season finale for us. Isn't that, I just find that funny. They did it for us. They knew. Yeah. (laughs) And also apparently like a Supernatural book, like, I don't know, like season 15 set book or something. It was released and it looks like shit apparently. (laughs) They did, like, a Photoshop job of, like, what they wanted the roadhouse to look like with, like, can- the Kansas band. Photoshopped. Everything is so Photoshopped. The oh Kansas is, like, playing in the background. It's, it's- just the four of them. <laughs> They're just standing there, like, cardboard cutouts. It's so funny. Like, some sims that don't know what to do. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's also so sad because Cass is in the Photoshop, so it's like, oh, he might have been in heaven, too, and they might have had a thing. That's, it doesn't matter now. In another, an alternate universe, we could have had it all. Life. Oh, boy. Okay, so Supernatural Convention. Here's kind of the takeaways I wrote down. There's a hell of a lot more. Go read it at your own risk, yada, yada. So, apparently, this has been the longest that Jensen and Jared have not seen each other in 15 years. Oof. I have never had a friend for 15 years. Can you fucking imagine? <laughs> I don't think I've had a friend for 15 years. And yeah. 
holy shit. Even my sister, when she went off to college, like, just a couple of years ago, I would go a while without seeing her in person. Oh, I don't think I could do that. I mean, I'm a little bit in the camp that they're pretty sick of each other, but like, uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna throw shit around. I'm just saying. Also, Jensen, (laughs) Jensen apparently said Walker is shit, like, during (laughs) the stream. And like, he like said it jokingly, but like, was he joking though? God. (laughs) God, that's the fucking thing about Supernatural fans is like, some of us are so insane that every little thing gets read into just a little bit too much. <laughs> and sometimes, sometimes that might be a little bit right. But then there's other times where like Jensen sang the song Twist and Shout. And immediately I was like, oh my God, like the fanfic. And it's like, no, you fucking dumbass. It's not like the fanfic. But I'm also like, like the fanfic. And I'm sure I'm guarantee 100% no question. Some people are like, oh my god, he's saying Twist in the Chat. He definitely read the fanfic and therefore he supports it. You know, all the red lines, all the red threads are connecting from this convention. Good I'm god. connecting them. You are connecting shit! <laughs> that's, that's the entire fandom. Yeah, especially season 16. Good god. <laughs> uh, what other things have? So, apparently, oh my god, Jensen and Jared said that the brothers would be bored in heaven. And if there yeah. was a reboot of the show, it'd be asking Jack to send them back to Earth. And- oh my god. <sighs> I, uh, what the fuck? So stupid. Um, Jensen, gun to his head, possibly said that this was the proper way to go in the finale. <laughs> because Sam was uh, the more likely one of the brothers to find love and keep going. Sam had more of a macro vision of life and Dean had more of a micro vision. Uh, Dean would have wasted away in a corner of the pool hall. Dean would not have been able to navigate life without his brother. Fucking, this is why you have queer people write your fucking stories because they know how to give you a good ending. Why? I can't, I'm so sick of bad. Why is it so hard to have a happy ending? Why? It's yeah. not hard. You had everything right there, right yeah. there in front of you to, they could have built a community. It was right there. Yeah. They were on their way. It's insane. I can't like, think about it. Part of me is like, Young Sam always wanted this to get, like, kind of out of the hunter life and, like, have his own family. But also, like, looking at his growth, I feel like a kind of a a medium should have been reached. Because he is a good leader and, of course, he's brilliant. So, I think what they should have been able to do is, like I said last time, kind of build, like, kind of a legacy where they help unite the hunter community a little bit more of course it's always going to be just a bunch of freelancers just doing their own thing but like you know taking a leaf out of bobby's book but like just expanding that idea like okay everybody we we we're going to share our um resources and all of that and we're going to become stronger and then you know we can stay back and we can live the rest of our lives we're in our 40s now let us like have a premature um, retirement and enjoy our middle ages until you know until we get old because we spent the first 40 fucking years of our lives yeah. hunting. <laughs> you know? God. And then, of course, eventually, like, like not eventually, but occasionally they get back in the game for, like, a singular hunt or something. You know? That's what, yeah. they, sh- that's what they both deserved. And, like, Sam goes off and builds his family. Dean possibly builds his own family. Maybe just has a community. But I, I feel like Sam 
really always did want to want a family and the whole white picket fence whole thing dean i also feel like wanted it but never even like really admitted it to himself but we didn't need that like they could have just been happy and had a community and just gotten out of each other's pockets too just both of you get a house or an apartment or something separate from each other yeah <laughs> i know i'm kind of sitting here thinking like wouldn't it have been cool for like sam to be kind of like the strategist and like you know kind of doing all the I don't know, bookkeeping, but like, you know, the hunters come in, he helps them plan, yada, yada. And Dean does like, he's good with his hands. He could be like making the hex bags, like fixing people's cars, fi- helping people with their wounds. Like they might still go to hunts and it'd be like new hunters who still don't quite have their legs yet. And they go in as like backups to like show them the ropes and like tell them sometimes there's going to be moral quandaries and this is how you fucking fix it. It's just, yeah, uh, learn from our mistakes. Uh, like, oh boy. Like, I'll tell you all the all the mistakes I've made, all the missteps and you yeah. cannot fucking do that. <laughs> that would take, that would mean that Dean learned something though. Yeah. Oh my God. I, I love thinking, him and I'm not yeah. saying he's stupid, but they always, like we've discussed, they have him learn these moral lessons and ev- com- immediately forget them. Because yeah. It's like they can't decide whether or not they want them to struggle morally or whether they want to keep justifying that they are always righteous. Except for Sam. Sam doesn't get to be righteous. <laughs> Which is yeah. so fucked up because he is the he's the actual one between the two of them that like he's so empathetic and caring and he's always willing to like try to see it from another perspective with but in the most open-hearted earnest way and then Dean is righteous in the sense where he fully believes and knows in his heart what he is doing is right or whatever. But that's not yeah. that's not what I think of when I think of righteous. When I think of righteous, I think, no, they're actually right. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> <sighs> sorry. Let's I, tangent. I know, I know, I know. I can't. I'm sorry. I've been going a little crazy thinking no, about Sam the past week. <laughs> totally, yeah i yeah i'm starting to go sam crazy too now i'm just kind of sitting here like wow if you really think of it they're kind of like Sokka and katara oh my god don't. kind of a insane po- oh yeah no Sokka and katara leagues ahead of the winchester brothers but i'm just saying it's not an entirely wrong parallel anyway okay more <laughs> convention stuff uh dean would be sad without his brother yada 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 mm-hmm. Yeah, Jared thinks that that Sam thinks that Dean would have kicked his ass if he kept hunting after Dean died. Fair, fair. I, yeah, I absolutely see that. Mark Shepard said he didn't like Crowley <laughs> in season eleven and season twelve. And when like when asked uh, what his favorite change in Crowley was, he said that season twelve was pointless. Can't, I haven't seen season twelve. Agreed, a hundred percent. He also said season eight was his best, and it's like I am. A Crowley side character, one episode purist to the death, but all right. He, yeah, he was like season eight had some good shit. That was one of my favorite seasons. I agreed with him specifically because he like, oh fuck, some of the shit we came up with was so choice. I'm like, you, you get it. You're so right. It was so choice. It didn't just do everything bad all the time. <laughs> also, Jensen's hair was like insane he had like mountain man hair he looked insane he looked like the ancient aliens dude after he's ran oh my god yeah. through it. <laughs> exactly exactly oh my god um apparently misha collins um though pretty much the only thing i wrote from his perspective was that he said that john winchester and cassiel would engage in an intense game of thumb wrestling like <gasps> my dude yes yes 
Yeah, like that, that, that's gotta be code for would try to kick his ass. <laughs> yeah. That's gotta be. <laughs> and of course, John would lose. Oh, absolutely. Just like, just like staring into his eyes, like being like, just know if he was not here, I would pummel you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're a dead little man. <laughs> Are you prepared for the death that you've earned, little man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the entire convention, no single mention of the confession at all. Naturally. There's a good there's a post on Tumblr that's just like, can you imagine having a convention solely for this show and trying to avoid talking about the ending of the show so much? That you avoid this giant thing that everybody is asking about. It's being a supernatural fan is insanity. Maybe if there's any supernatural conventions in like 2023, they'll eventually get around to addressing it. Yeah, <laughs> probably more like 2053. Yeah, they'll stop pointing guns at yeah Jensen Ackles <laughs> and Misha Collins. <laughs> Misha Collins probably has a sniper trained on him at all times. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think I care too much about Jensen Ackles' opinion. I just know that he's, like, they're the only two ones that people want to hear from the most. Like, yeah. we don't give a shit what anyone else has to say. They're the two that are involved in the scene. Yeah, I am truly just like a Jets- Jensen Ackles just wants to keep his silence and he doesn't want to talk about it. Like, <laughs> let him leave the man alone. <laughs> Yeah, like, I want to believe that he's being held back at gunpoint, but he is not. He's just like, nope, I just want to get back to my fucking life after playing this fucking- after kinning this character for 15 years. (laughs) Good God. Uh, Speaking of the the confession, there's so much news. Uh, The French dub of the confession was recently aired, and Cass says- Je t'aime. So Je t'aime. I can't fucking stand you. I can't say words. Fuck off. I'm <sighs> stupid, okay? I took French for two and a half years. <laughs> two and a half years and you don't ha- you don't know how je t'aime is pronounced? I know the theme song of a really famous French movie. It's a really bad song, that's why I remember it. The rest of it, it's fucking out of my brain. I don't remember any of it. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah, so Cass says, I love you romantically, unequivocally. Uh, He also says, because I felt you cared about me, I care about you too. Dean, instead of saying, don't do this, Cass, he said, don't Don't do do this this to to me, me, Cass. Yes. That made me lose my fucking mind. Don't do this to me. I was like, don't do this to me. I feel like the most in-character thing for Dean to say actually would have been, like, don't do this to me. I feel like yeah. that makes sense. That or what you said, not now. But, like, because it is terrible. T- hey, Cass, timing. <laughs> Awful timing. Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess technically it's good timing to save Dean's life, but it's terrible timing for literally everything else. And also, fucking... Dean hates people sacrificing themselves for him because he's the one who's supposed to sacrifice himself for everybody else. And Cass keeps doing it over and over and over, and he's so tired of it. Of course, he's just like, please, for the love of God, I'm don't do this. God. Don't do this to me. Yeah, they're oh, all my just so, so sacrificial hypocrites. Let's be they're real. Fucking idiots. Morons. I hate them so much. <sighs> God damn. Uh, last news. Well, actually, it's not news. I just kept putting it in here because I was really pissy because, uh, Mumford and Sons, one of the band members, 
they're fascists now and i'm what i'm so mad about it because babel was like my cast song back in like season eight like that's (sighs) fucking cast to a t and now it's like fuck i can't put it on my cast playlist are you kidding me luckily i have two other cast songs that i just like that that's cast but still upsetting awful mumford really also Listen, I I don't know the song you're talking about, but it's a good song. Wouldn't it be Babel? Babel? No, he says Babel, Babel. Look at me now. Really? It, it, Is it yeah. supposed to be pronounced Babel? Ah, he says Babel. Hmm, weird. But also, I think he's. Wait, is he American or British? I think he's British. I thought they were American. Yeah, they're British. The what the fuck? I think they're. Yeah, I think they're British. I know we're learning things today. <laughs> What the hell? Not only oh is he a fascist, he's a British fascist? I know! Fucked up. Fucked, Fucked up is true. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, are we ready to actually talk about the episode? Fuck yeah, let's go! Oh my god. <clears throat> so, episode 21, Salvation, April 27th, 2006, written by Sarah Gamble and Rael Tucker, directed by... Robert Singer. I don't like Robert Singer. Uh, After killing two close friends of John Winchester, uh, Pastor Jim and Caleb, as we'll find out, Meg calls John and proposes to exchange the cult for the lives of of his other friends. John travels to meet her with a fake revolver while Sam and Dean uh, stay to protect a family threatened by the demon that killed Mary and Jessica. John is trapped by Meg and another demon named Tom, I found out, while his sons battle against the evil fiend. Uh, Sam and Dean save their family but fail to destroy the demon. Back at the motel, they get a call from Meg saying that she has their father. And oh my god, the song that starts this episode is so fucking awful. Yes, like the Netflix flashback music is horrible. Like, it's supposed to be Carry On My Wayward Son, which like, it's gonna be hard to top that or come anywhere close, but... That, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. That's the thing. Season one doesn't have Carry On My Wayward Son. Yes, it does. That's no, 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 that's part of the trivia. Let me double check. But yeah, season one is the only one. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> Sorry, I'm Call at me, bitch. <laughs> I googled it when I was listening because I was like, wait, do they all have carry on? It might have started later. So I googled it because I knew that this Netflix, the shitty Netflix song was so bad. But I was like, were they just replacing another random classic rock song or? Oh, okay. This is what I got confused. The Carry On My Wayward song is not, is used in this episode. Yeah, not the finale. not the finale. Yeah. yeah and then the finale <laughs> uses some other song, but the digital version is Calling by Sober Skin. It fucking sucks horribly. <laughs> oh, the music is so bad. <laughs> I'm going to find the person who chose all the Netflix music. I'm going to kill them. I'm going to hold them hostage. <laughs> they have such bad taste. I can't stand it. Good Lord. It's like. It's so bad. It's like. They were trying to choose songs that evoked a very, like, grungy rock uh, 2005 feel. Yeah, butt rock. And they they did a good job at that. But yeah. <laughs> the fact is that music sucks. Yeah, they, like, found music that dads would be like, all right, all right, I can drink beer to this. Whereas everybody else is like, everybody who has a Spotify is like, why is this playing? This is the worst thing I've ever heard. Basically, they... The person who did the Netflix music saw the finale years before it aired and was like, I don't gotta try. I don't gotta fucking try. You kidding me? 
I think it honestly gives off more edgy teen show that, you know, aired in the 90s vibes, you know? Like, I haven't seen any Buffy or much Buffy, but it sounds like some shitty music that would be in Buffy. Uh, I'm gonna take you to task there, because <laughs> the people who play at the bronze are real bands, and most of them fuck. I don't know what the bronze is. I'm just saying it just sounds like something that, like, the opening to Buffy would play. <laughs> That's fair. The bron- okay, the bronze is the, uh, that bar that all the underage kids go to. <laughs> why are they in a bar? Literally, that's all I could think when I watched the first episode. I'm like, why are they in a bar? And Emma was just sitting there. She was just like, well, maybe it's an all ages bar. Maybe they, um, only, maybe they don't serve alcohol. I'm like, what? What? When have you ever heard? <laughs> I have heard of like one place that did stuff like that. It was a Christian place. Like, oh my God. Yeah. It would be so fucking cool to have that in the real world. I'm sure some people have tried, but it's it never catches on with teens. Honestly, if they had something like that, like just just have a community center that's accessible yeah. where teenagers can go to spend their time in a safe and constructive manner. You get, yeah, you got to make some bundles so they, you know, you got to get your teens to bring like uh, five gold star corn and then work together to get like other like five star parsnips and I'm gonna uh, murder pumpkins, you. you know, and <laughs> I've been playing way too much Stardew, sorry. You say one more thing about Stardew, I'm gonna fly my ass over there and beat you. Dina's Shane Core, I'm just saying. Anyway. <laughs> oh my god, he would get drunk and cry about his fucking chickens will you just hand him peppers whenever you can sorry i know what my au of the week is now oh my god (laughs) okay so music fucking sucks as usual there's a even worse song later i'll get to that slightly a little bit but okay so the episode starts not with the winchesters but it starts with meg going into the church and she's like father i've been I've done a real bad thing. And Pastor Jim is like, tell me what it is, my child. She's like, well, I met this really nice guy and I ripped his innards and I listened to him scream. And he's like, oh, fuck. And oh, it's so good. Meg is so fucking good. This actress is so fucking good. I can't get over it. She is so incredible. I really wish she'd stayed a lot longer to play Meg. I love this Meg so much. She's perfect. Granted, I'm a little bit biased because there was a... I read trivia for a later episode, you know, when the the witnesses episode where like the ghosts of Meg and other people show up. And in the trivia for that, Jared like kind of forgot that she was playing a character because she was she was like so fucking good oh that she he forgot that she would like was playing. Like, I absolutely see that. She's so good. I can't get over it. She's really good. I can see that. Jared's stupid. I'm so cut that out. Please. <laughs> please, too, please cut that out. I don't want to be rude to real people. Like real people. No, real you're right. Uh, I Jared right, so. chose to be on Walker. He is fucking stupid as shit. <laughs> of all the people, I, I feel like of the little I know of them, it makes sense, Jared Paddle, like you would say that. It really does. I swear to god i swear to god i thought pastor jim was like a recurring character i thought he lasted more than five minutes like i think he shows up in john Winchester's diary yeah a little quite bit. a few yeah i could have sworn he's like a fucking character i mm-hmm. could have sworn there's a whole episode where he needs the winchester's help but i think i'm thinking of another episode i think i'm thinking of the episode where they question if angels are real, mm-hmm. and every time you watch it, you're like, ah, ha, 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 ha. Ooh, hoo, hoo, hoo. 
<laughs> I know things that you don't know. I know. Yeah, see, I felt the same way. I thought, I was like, isn't he a bigger part? Like, even if he wasn't on screen, that they talked about him a lot at least. Maybe I'm just crazy and maybe this is just, mm. like, me being too involved in the fandom. Because I think he's one of the few things that's mentioned from their past that people kind of latch on to a little bit. If they write, like, yeah. fic about them as kids or something, they'll, like, mention pastor jim um yeah, bobby exactly. and a few other like random people that are mentioned yeah he, yeah he's like one of the big like john was really upset about his death like caleb he was pretty upset but he cried i was like holy shit you're crying well it's your fucking fault yeah i have no sympathy for this man i feel i feel really bad because i'm just like well if if he knew better and just gave up on you like all your other friends because you're a piece of shit then he wouldn't be dead because you're the worst john (laughs) yeah this is especially gonna come up in the next episode fucking everyone john meets every fucking hunter hates john winchester pastor jim is the only hunter that put up with him and that's because he's a fucking priest and he can't do violence against this man i think it's also because he's a priest and he has like terminal i can fix him disease (laughs) it comes with the territory uh okay so yeah, so there was a part where we kind of mentioned earlier, like Sam says, it's not my fault, but it is my problem. And I did want to point out that in response, Dean says, it's not your problem. It's our problem. And it's like, that yeah. is the Winchesters to a T. This isn't my fault, but it's my problem. It's not your problem. It's our problem. Like To be guys. fair, that is how family should approach most situations. It's not your problem. It's our problem. We're in this together, bitch. Yeah. In a healthy family. That's true. But also, <laughs> these guys are not fucking healthy in the slightest. So insane. They're just gonna get more unhealthy. and more codependent and just, re- that's gonna be their fucking yeah. anthem for the next 15 years. Oh my god. To be fair, one of the yes. many reasons why it doesn't work out is because they still act like it's their own singular problem and they have to protect their family from it instead of tackling it together. And they also just feed into each other's like fucked up self-destructive tendencies and then they shame each other for every decision that they ever make good or bad this is why i think that they both should have lived they both should have separated and had their own separate like they can still be in each other's lives but they cannot live together anymore they are not allowed to sleep in the same building anymore. It cannot. <laughs> no, you are allowed to yeah. see each other for a maximum of five hours a day. And that's like once a week. <laughs> you are so it. fucking right. You're so fucking right. I, I am imposing a restraining order on both of them. <laughs> You're not allowed to be near each other anymore. Go live your own lives and develop your own personalities Honestly. separate from each other. I just, I especially God. you, Dean. Yeah, just leave him alone. So- leave your fucking brother alone. <laughs> Sorry, it's just that fifteen years, fifteen years, and they don't have one season, even half a season away from even Purgatory. Dean was in Purgatory. Dean was in another dimension, and they couldn't keep the brothers away for even the first episode. Like, just it would have been so cool to have a season. Or half a season where they were just apart and growing as individual humans. That's how you freshen things up. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't do it. It would have been such a fun, cool way because 
when you're watching the show, no matter how unhealthy it is, you still you're rooting for the brothers to get back together and meet back up again. So yeah. like you don't want them to be apart for too long because bad shit happens. So it would have been fun to watch them both, you know, have their own narrative plot lines. Especially Purgatory was the perfect time to do it, it because perfect. Dean is trying to like fight his way back to the real world where his yeah. brother and all of humanity is, and then Sam would be doing whatever he can, which is very little on his end to try to figure <laughs> out what's going on with Dean and get him back. Like, or just have his own narrative that has fucking nothing to do with Dean, and the B plot is like, okay, maybe I can find a way to get him out. You know, yeah. just something, anything. But they always do this thing where they like jump cut to however long it's been, and like, yeah, all the trauma is over now, and we're gonna blame one brother for what he did while the other was incapacitated. What? Yeah. Like, you know what? Actually, they don't do that. They only ever do that to Sam. They don't do that yeah. to Dean. Dean doesn't get guilted for settling down with Lisa. Sam gets guilted for when he does settle down. He also gets guilted for when he does go a little crazy and try whatever he can to get his brother out of hell. It's like, oh, well, you were doing evil shit and drinking demon blood and- Oh, sorry. <laughs> you're so- You're so fucking right, actually. Yeah, Sam was constantly demonized for trying to have agency over his entire life. Exactly. No matter what he just des decides, it's the wrong thing. And the very few times where he does some like shit off on his own, he's also being manipulated into it. Yeah. Like Ruby on one hand gave him some form of agency, but the whole entire time she was lying and manipulating him. At least that's yeah. what I remember. I haven't seen season four in a long time. Uh, yeah, she Sam believes that. Uh, she's helping him, and she kind of is, but, you know, she has her ulterior motive the entire time, which, oh boy. There's, uh, I think I got it from a text, like a Tumblr post, but there's a song called the Body Terror Song by AJJ, and it's just, the song is like, I'm so sorry that you have to have a body, I'm so sorry that everybody's betraying you, I'm so <laughs> sorry that you have to live in this awful world that everyone's trying to use you, it's like, that's fucking yeah. Sam. Yeah. Especially now, you know, in our current age, people talk about Sam's agency and, like, kind of the feminine coding of him. of Just, like, everybody trying to use him for their own agendas and shit. It's, like, it's really interesting. It's also very fucking sad. Sam's like, story he never gets it. has been incredibly, yeah. like, feminine and or queer coded, like, from jump. I just, mm -hmm. I don't understand why I wasn't more obsessed with him when I was younger. Because... I think I've mentioned this before. He checks off all the fucking boxes for, like, characters that I like. It's like, mm -hmm. he's a very compassionate and kind person. Like, nine times out of ten, he actually does make the right decision. Yeah, like, absolutely. he genuinely does. I cannot say that for Dean and even Cass. <laughs> Cass, <laughs> yeah. Cass is trying so fucking hard. But boy, boy, has he oh, made yeah. some blunders. Anyways. But, but like, fucking feral idiots, yeah. And the thing is, he's also incredibly just underappreciated both in the show and by the fandom in general. Like, there's a good, like, I'd say 60% are raging Dean girls. The other portion is a lot of cast girls and then some Sam girls, at least in my experience. Well, there are some Sam girls, but most of them are uh, 
we don't want to talk about it. Because <laughs> they gotta be fucking freaks about it. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've met some reasonable Sam girls, but... Oh yeah, like, absolutely. I just, I don't understand. What is it about Sam and Dean that makes it so that I'm completely flipped? Because any other show, I would hate Dean's fucking guts, and I'd love yeah. Sam. I'd adore him. I, I at, at this point, I'm just incredibly fond of Sam. But I mean, it grows every yeah. fucking day. Every time I watch another episode, I love <laughs> Sam more. So that might be it. I might just have to rewatch the beginning because watching the later episodes, they don't really give Sam much of his due. In the later episodes, yeah. it's mostly like the Dean drama show. <laughs> Dean making bad decisions yet again. <laughs> no surprise. I mean, I think that's why more people are Dean than Sam because like Sam is just so plot heavy and so intrinsic intrinsic to the plot that it gets kind of exhausting having to like think about him and worry about him and stuff whereas Dean is kind of just like people project themselves onto Dean because then it's easier to care about Sam when you're caring through Dean you know mm -hmm. psychology I think it also makes more makes sense what you were saying because Sam is so heavily like the whole story is so heavily embedded in him that Dean, he, I feel like he can exist outside of this story. Sam, not quite as much because he's so tied to it. Like this, mm -hmm. this story would not, could not exist without him. Dean, possibly it could. Like a slightly different person, a slightly different, you know? So it makes yeah. like the analysis different. Like when you think about him for too long, it makes just the vibe different. <laughs> maybe i don't know i'm just talking out of my ass here but what am i not yeah. <laughs> i mean yeah i don't know it's it's really interesting and complicated just like which team free will you, person you prefer just it just says so much about who you are and what you like what your values are i don't know it's so interesting and also one more thing i'm yeah. sorry before this is you know what this is our mandatory sam session whatever but like yeah yeah <laughs> Like, I know why he did it, because Cass is in love with Dean, not with Sam. But also, the mm. audacity of him to see the most loving and compassionate man that he's ever met is Dean, <laughs> when his brother <laughs> is Sam Winchester? And I'm like, I'm, I'm so sorry, excuse me? Like, you, I don't, I'm not saying you have to <laughs> yeah. be in love with Sam, but, like... 90% of the time, he's standing right beside Dean. Like, ah, that's how you know he's in love. This bitch cannot. Yeah. Oh my god. Like, excuse me? Yeah. Hello? That's why I named my Castiel playlist, like, you did everything for love, because that's Cass. Not yes. so much Dean. Dean cares about, like, three people, and then... Sometimes more if he really tries. To be fair. Outside of that. To be fair, yeah. he does love intensely and he is very devoted to his family and those he loves. But <laughs> I would not say he is the most loving person. Yeah. <laughs> like that may yeah. like that's just very funny to me. Like, oh Castiel, yeah. <laughs> honey, you stupid, stupid man. <laughs> yeah. Like that's what like most people have kind of gone from the confession is just like Cass cares so much about Dean. He just sees the world hit him. And nobody is like, wow, Dean really cares so much. It's like we we're all kind of like, I mean, I guess if you squint, he's right, but for the most part, eh, eh, eh. 
Because <laughs> Dean has a lot of feelings and they're very, very yeah. strong. He does keep them very, very buried. But like that, that is why he does what he does because he, he feels very intensely and strongly about most things. But like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. If you say the most compassionate person, hands down, that has to be Sam in the whole oh, yeah. show. That's the whole fucking point. That is the most important thing to be compassionate and or kind. Like, they're not exact equals, but those are those are my values. Those are the most important things, I think, in the human experience. Kindness and compassion. And that's what yeah. Sam is. Just pure he distilled really kindness and compassion. Oh my god, I'm going to go on a completely different Sam rant and we will never, ever get to the actual uh, episodes yeah. <laughs> if you don't stop me now. Yeah. Um, well, okay, yeah. There is, like, that quote I kind of told you about, like, East Coast versus West Coast and somebody described it as, like, West Coast people are nice but not kind, and East Coast people are kind but not nice, and I feel like that's also kind of Sam and Dean. Yeah. <laughs> like, Dean, I would definitely say is nice, but not kind, because he doesn't really care that much. <laughs> he cares, but he's not going to put in as much work as Sam is to, like, fix yeah. shit. Like, Sam will fucking sacrifice himself for anybody for literally mm. anybody. And Dean is like, only the people I care about. And that's it. He was the destined vessel of hell yeah. to to bring about hell on earth. And he's... Yeah. And they never did anything like, yeah. with that. They never did fucking anything. With, listen, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying... I kind of get why people ship Sastiel. It's very romantic narratively. They have no chemistry. But if that was how it was written, holy shit, that would an angel falls yeah. in love with the person who is destined to bring about the apocalypse and be the one fighting on hell's side, like has demon blood in him, feels yeah. that he is completely impure and a fucking angel would fall for him because of his compassion and kindness. Yeah, I see why people would lose their minds over that because that's that makes me insane thinking about it. I think he should have got that or because it makes <laughs> sense. He is so kind and good and wonderful and just in general amazing that he yeah, yeah. shows a demon the error of their ways, which was what they were going for with Ruby and purifies a demon also very romantic very oh i love i love that idea but they didn't fucking do it they sam never got what he deserved but he deserved a yeah. crazy world breaking romantic arc like that oh i would have killed for that i would have fucking killed for that. imagine if they actually Truly. made the like ruby arc good and they had like her being like oh shit i don't want to be bad anymore because you're so good oh <gasps> Oh my, I'm actually gonna get, okay, let's put a pit in that because I actually do want to say that about Meg. We're, we'll get to that. We got, we got to do the second episode first. We're not even at like the finale yet. Um, okay. Anyway, fashion check. John looks all right. He's in trucker chic. All right. Fine. I won't get mad at him this time. Sam? <sighs> Sam Mule. Sam is a black long sleeve under a maroon polo with his jinko jeans. <laughs> Jess, come get your man, please. God. Just come collect your he-them. <laughs> like, I mean, that is a very he-they outfit, but also, ugh. Don't insult me that way. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fair. 
Maybe, you know, maybe it's a she they of because I really thought that long sleeves under a t-shirt was such a cool look when I was a kid. I wanted to wear that all the time. My parents all the time were like, no, 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 no. You're going to regret that. You're going to regret that. And I mean, they were right, but also <laughs> let me dress terrible, please. To be fair, you were a child in the 2000s. Yeah. I think we should give Sam just a shit ton of really big oversized fluffy sweaters it's gonna be hard because he's very large oh but that's what he deserves can you imagine supernatural if sam exclusively wore sweaters everything would change then everybody would be a sam girl also none oh of my them God. none of them can fit him they all come from goodwill <laughs> and they're all too big because everything else that's too small is way too small I want Sam wearing bad Christmas sweaters in the middle of July. Yes. We deserve it. Listen, they grew up in the backseat of a car. Yeah. Their dad, I don't think, ever had a steady job while they were growing up. And the only income they have right now is what they can hustle at pool or the yeah. credit card fraud schemes they run. They're poor. They Why do they look like this? Like, everything that they have is from thrift stores. They fucking pick up a Homestuck sweatshirt and not realize it. <laughs> that was so fucking funny. God, that is actually very funny. <laughs> oh my god, I would kill to see Sam in a heart sweatshirt. That'd be so cute. Uh, and Dean looks immaculate. He's got his 3,000 accessories. He's only in two shirts, which is a record for him. And granted, I don't like denim shirts. <laughs> denim should be on your legs only, in my opinion. But he is working it. Perfection. He looks so... And then he's wearing a gray shirt and the goals of the necklace just pops off. Mm-hmm. Ooh! I don't know why I talk about the fashion supernatural so much. Because I don't... I'm not a fashionable person in the slightest. <laughs> I, wear, I just ordered four hoodies with nothing on them recently. Because what? I just like wearing hoodies. I wear hoodies and leggings. What's your... Only through the entire quarantine. Yeah? What's your problem? Blank hoodies? You or, you you ordered four... They were cheap. completely blank hoodies? Okay. They were cheap. Okay. okay. That's if literally- they were cheap, that's fair. Because if you like paid full price, oh, yeah. like $30 something oh, yeah, yeah, dollars yeah. for four blank hoodies, I'd have to intervene. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I should... I mean, to... to the Listen... Listen, Listening. it was either I buy blank hoodies with nothing on them, or I spent all of my government money on Homestuck sweatshirts. And I, I would, no question, I want to get more Homestuck sweatshirts, and oh my God. <laughs> there's a very thin line keeping me from doing that. It's only from shame, that because I know you will get mad at me if I do that. That's the only thing holding me back. <laughs> Um, oh my god okay uh what else okay they all kind of like stop at the side of a road and john's like oh my friends are dead Uh, another reason to hate john winchester is that he talks on the phone while driving like fuck off (laughs) it is giant fuck off truck (laughs) ugly he's so disgusting i hate this man and then he's like oh my friends are dead and he sheds one single tear it's like (laughs) Your tears mean dick to me, just so you know. I don't care about your tears at all, in the slightest. So yeah, there's a part later on where Sam gets like his psychic visions about the family that is going to be 
cursed by the demon or whatever. And John's like, you're a psychic? And Sam's like, that's not what's important right now. And John's like, I can't. You don't call me? And Dean had one good moment where he's like, you wanted us to fucking call call you? Call you? I was dying and we couldn't get a hold of you. What the fuck? Like, fucking thank you for once in your life. That was so, especially for fucking Dean to be like, I was dying and you didn't show up this what bastard the fuck has is wrong with you the audacity to say yeah not liking the new tone but you're right bit the tone he is 26 disgusting like, oh i want to kill him disgusting he's the most ugly motherfucker <laughs> in the universe i hate him can you imagine hey dad why didn't you come to my deathbed I don't like your tone. I wish you were nicer. You're right, but I wish you were nicer about that. Dean should have fucking decked him right then and there. He would yeah. absolutely deserve it. What How do fuck? you pull watch your tone on your 26-year-old son? Who almost died. Yeah, yeah, who almost oh died. God. Jesus Christ. Fucked up. Uh... So Dean goes and gets like a fake revolver so they can pass it off as the cult to Meg and the demon Tom. <laughs> Tom. And so they're like standing. I don't know. I don't know where the fuck they went. They're just like the two cars and they're doing a trade off. It totally looks like a drug deal. Like <laughs> I'm, so, I'm shocked that the train conductor was like, I need to call this in. This doesn't look good. <laughs> they're passing like a paper bag to each other. And oh shit, there's a gun. Oh fuck. We gotta go. <laughs> They look so suspicious. And so <laughs> and so the brothers are tasked to like stay with the family and keep them safe from the demons. And John has to go to Meg and pass off the fake cult. And they don't even hug. John pats Sam like on the shoulder and like that's it. And they're just like, alright, let's let's mosey. Like <laughs> you mosey. you all might die. You know that, yeah. right? <laughs> Fucked up. And later on, Sam, they're like, Dean and Sam are in the car waiting for like the demon to strike. And Sam's like, Dean, I just want you to know if if something happens in there, I just want you to know that I love you. And I'm so glad that you raised me and stuff. And Dean is like, shut the fuck up. None of us are dying tonight. We're going (laughs) to gank this motherfucker. And then we're all going to go home and we're going to have a happy ending. Like, yes, queen. (laughs) Like, I appreciate the like vibe the enthusiasm and like the mood you've yeah that's a good good mood you've brought but also let your brother say his piece let him say he loves you and that he's let him have this little moment but i I also get the no you're not saying goodbye to me because we're not dying like okay that that that's valid but like just because you don't have feelings doesn't mean your brother does (laughs) i actually preferred dean saying that because dean is you know very pop culture savvy i watch horror movies of course i know that when someone says i love you and i hope we can get out of this that person is going to die so of course dean is like yeah no don't say that you're gonna fucking jinx us you moron that's why like i'm like you get a pass because you're genre savvy it makes sense and it is kind of a it is it is a good little moment to have there that's why you get a pass but also next time let your let your brother be genuine for a moment, okay? Yeah. Do it, or I swear to God. I'm holding a knife to your throat right now. Let your brother be genuine. Be genuine about your own emotions for long. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> They'll get to it in the future, at least. But yeah. So the demon shows up, 
And you know, Sam, for, like, they jimmy the lock and they enter sneakily and then they just get, like, beaten by a bat by the husband. It was like, get out of my fucking yeah. house. Yeah. And, then, and then Sam, like, books it to the nursery and he sees the demon. Here's what's important is Sam enters the nursery. He distracts the demon so that the mom falls down from the ceiling and mm-hmm. she's saved. And Sam shoots the demon with the cult, but the demon turns into smoke, like, as the yeah. bullet is hitting them. Remember that, because then Sam gets the mom out and the entire family gets out and... Sam is, like, about to run back into the building, and Dean's like, no, don't go fucking in there, it's gonna burn to the ground, and Sam's like, the demon's in there, we could go kill him right now, mm-hmm. and Dean's like, it's suicide, and mm-hmm. Sam is like, I don't care, and Dean says, I do, and it's like, oh, and it's just kind of, so Sam sees the demon in the window, the demon is looking at them, and it's like, Sam, first of all, you were, like, five feet away, and you shot the demon, and it mm-hmm. disappeared, you could shoot the demon, from where you standing, you have a gun that shoots bullets. <laughs> you could just shoot it from where you're standing. But even then, it would just turn to smoke. You have already established mm-hmm. that no matter how close you are, apparently it's going to turn to smoke. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he's fucking thinking. Like, I understand he wants to finish this, but like, Sam, you got to mm-hmm. think for two seconds, please. Also, one of the things that I noticed, because I still have terminal dean girl disease don't we all dean was the one who carried rosie out of the house oh yeah he was the one who carried the little baby out i'm like oh fuck you guys fuck you guys for making dean be the one who grabs the baby (laughs) like it doesn't even make sense it makes more sense for sam the one who was in the nursery to you know grab the baby and get the wife out but they had seen dean come all the way up there just to grab the baby he went out of his way and i'm like yeah of course he did of course he did because you had to have those parallels (laughs) perfectly balanced as all things should be that's like exactly how it should have happened absolutely exactly (laughs) and the fact that like it was a little bit contrived even it, it made it more obvious that oh by the way i want you guys to notice dean's the one who grabs the baby she was a cute little baby too (laughs) And she was a doll earlier. <laughs> like that trivia kept pointing out, like, by the way, it was clearly a baby doll in the carriage thing earlier. It's like, I know. I know. We all know. It's never real babies. Dean is mom coded, actually, I've decided. He is! Our moms aren't Dean coded. Exactly Dean is mom coded. <laughs> Dean is fucking mom coded, but not like the Hollywood, you know, he's not his mom coded. He's real mom coded. He's real mom coded. And also low-key bad mom coded, though. Yeah, he's like... Because he's not necessarily a good mom. But he is a mom. <laughs> he's a mom who wasn't ready for children. Coded. Yes. That's what he is. That's what he is. <laughs> Why are we like uh, this? <laughs> I know. So, oh my god, back to the episode. <laughs> um, John meets Meg and... Tom, Tom the demon, Tom. Uh, at the at the drop spot, he like sanctifies some holy water. Yada, he like gets out, whatever. But I just love. I never get tired of this joke, no matter how bad supernatural is. When somebody shoots a demon or an angel or another entity, and just they're not hurt by it, but they're like, "Why the fuck did you shoot you me? Shot me? What the fuck is wrong?" With you? It's so funny every single time. Meg's like, "You shot me." 
It's just so good. He's like, Every you better time be glad me. that it wasn't the real cult then, because he'd be dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, John Winchester is allowed just... to be funny. What? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they introduce. Oh my god, this fucking demon named Tom. He <laughs> struts onto. He, I'm not kidding. He catwalks into the scene like I'm here now. He looks him. like he walked straight off the set of Vampire Diaries before Vampire <laughs> Diaries were a thing. He doesn't say his name or anything. I had to find out his name was Tom from the wiki page. And I, I don't know. He's gonna die in the next episode, so like, <laughs> I don't know. But they like try to make a character out of him. Like for a while, he's more of a threat than Meg. I weird. He shouldn't be. Meg should still just be the big bad. Like have her shoot him. I don't know. It made no yeah. sense to ha- introduce this like random nobody and then try to make us be afraid of him. Whatever. Yeah, it's really bizarre. Supernatural is not good. <laughs> Um, the last kind of scene is, well, I mean, Meg calls them and is like, by the way, I have your dad. But before that, Sam is pissed off, as usually is, Mm -hmm. and like slams Dean against the wall. And he's Mm -hmm. like, why don't you let me go die or whatever? (laughs) And Dean says, the three of us, that's all we have. That's all I have. Sometimes I feel like I'm barely holding it together, man. I'm just. (laughs) I feel like that one gif of Paul Rudd that's content scaled oh and his face gets all scrunched up. That's how I fucking felt when I watched that. Just, oh shit. Oh no. Oh god. I'm okay. I'm okay. And then the credits roll. I'm okay. I'm okay. Oh god. It's just so early that they're already like Dean hates himself and he's only about his family and he has so little to live for and it's depressing. It's just, I think oh. I think it also kind of comes as like a little bit more impactful because the the whole season it's very much focused on Sam and what he's dealing with and Dean does have his episodes but Dean is not primarily where a lot of the emotion comes from so when he has it it's kind of startling because you're like oh shit yeah oh shit he has feelings I didn't know this about him because like we already know this because we know this about the show so I feel like rewatching it you're like oh damn that was an oh shit moment for us because that's supposed to slap you in the face that's a like you're realizing that this is how Dean feels, and you're like, oh no! But exactly. like, we didn't know. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's why I think that's why Dean is more popular because Sam is always like, I'm emotional and I'm upset all the time, and Dean is like, repression, repression, repression until that emotional outburst that we all secretly want. Yeah. Oh my god. Sam is ironically a little bit too healthy. <laughs> Like, he's very unhealthy, yeah. but, like, the way he handles his emotions, generally, oh, incredibly healthy for everything so fucked up about him. And I'm like, damn, I kind of admire that, dude. Yeah, Dean is just like, everything in the entire world is my fault, and I'm gonna put it on my shoulder. And Sam's like, I keep getting things thrust onto me. This fucking sucks, and I'm tired of it. Like, yeah, that's a millennial mood, bro. He's also much, much better at hiding it when he uh, isn't dealing with things healthily. Because he's just so reasonable. It's not necessarily healthy. He's just very reasonable. Yeah. (laughs) And it's wild because he's such a bad fucking liar, but he's so, so (laughs) good at pretending to be okay. That's kind of why I like... I mean, I like all the fan interpretations of Supernatural more than the actual canon, but I do like fan and Sam a lot because he's allowed to be a little goofier and a little bit more yeah. of 
a character more than the protagonist, you know? <laughs> yeah. All right, trivia. So, this is the first episode of play Carry On My Wayward Son during the Road So Far recap sequence. Hey. This is also the only season to use a song in an episode other than the finale. Digital copies, especially Netflix, <laughs> use Calling by Sober Skin. Never heard of it. Don't listen to it. Don't fucking find it on Spotify. It's not good. Um, the Sign for Salvation, the town in the show, uh, quotes a Bible verse, JW227, are you ready for Judgment Day? This book and verse obviously don't exist and are likely meant for JW John Winchester. <sighs> Very strange. There are so many quotes about the end of the world and Salvation Day and all that shit that they could have picked from the Bible. Why didn't yeah. they do the work to just pick a random one that sounded cool? It's so weird. Yeah, you're so right. It is very weird. So bizarre. This show is not good. <laughs> That's all we're saying. This is the first episode to feature a to be continued at the end. Uh, yeah, I sure hope it does. Uh, the last bit of the trivia is that John uses a bit of, like, apparently someone on the IMDb trivia was like, I need to correct this. So... John uses a bit of Latin and a rosary with a crucifix to make a whole tank of holy water. That means he is going with the Roman Catholic ritual. However, that ritual involves several paragraphs of incantation and a bit of holy salt. Somebody in the trivia was just like, I gotta set the record straight about the most obscure, pointless thing in the world. Like, okay. That's the kind of minutia that I am here for. Anyway, okay, episode 22, Devil's Trap. May 4th, 2006, written by Eric Kripke himself, himself. Uh, directed by Kim Manners, while visiting their father's friend. Who is it? Who is it? Oh, it's Bobby Singer! Ah! To learn more about demons, Dean and Sam are visited by Meg, who wants the cult. They trap her <laughs> in... Dean interrogates her while Sam exercises the demon that has possessed Meg's body. Before dying, Meg tells him where John Winchester is. Uh, Dean and Sam use their abilities to rescue John, who's been held hostage in an apartment building. Weird choice, but okay. Uh, the boys pull a fire alarm to get all the civilians out and find their dad, but while escaping, they're cornered by demons. Dean uses one of the few remaining bullets on the demon named Tom <laughs> to save Sam. <laughs> They make their way to a secluded cabin, but Dean soon realizes that <gasps> John has been possessed by the yellow-eyed demon. Whoa. It's and just like- in my notes, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, continue. Oh, I was just going to say that in my notes, it just has Bobby <laughs> written in giant letters <laughs> surrounded by hearts. Yeah. Oh my God, it's my boy. It's my Bobby. It's our Bobby. It's my dad. You are my dad. <laughs> You're my dad. Boogie woogie, boogie woogie woogie. That's my dad's name <laughs> in my phone. Boogie woogie woogie. Oh, <laughs> I sent that vine to my dad once for Father's Day. He's like, I don't get it. Can you explain it? I'm like, all right, never mind. Like, there's nothing to explain, Dad. <laughs> like, my dad doesn't get I any any fucking video I show my dad to be like, can you explain the context behind this video? I'm like, no, Dad. That's <laughs> the whole point. <laughs> Fucked up. Fucked up. <laughs> so Bobby every single time I watch rewatch Supernatural I always forget that Bobby had a dog that uh, oh, shit. dies yeah very early he had a fucking dog so like the first conversa conversation the brothers have with Bobby after like 
probably not seeing him for like a good few years, is that Bobby is, Dean is like, yeah, thanks for taking us in. I'm really glad you're helping us out and stuff, especially considering after the last time you saw our dad and Bobby's like, yeah, I did try to shoot your dad. (laughs) I did try to kill your dad. John has that effect on people. They literally said John has no effect on people. And that is boys will be boys for dads. Oh, your dad has that effect on people. Oh my god. Yeah, oh, that god. is what you say when you love their children so much, but their parent is such a fucking bastard that They're fucking real. Yeah, like that no, that's exactly what you say. Just like, oh yeah, sorry about the last time you saw so and so. Yeah, well, he has that effect on people. Like, you better be fucking yeah. glad I love you. <laughs> else he'd be in the yeah. ground. Like, I don't even know if I'm venturing into, like, fanfic territory. I just want Bobby to be like, oh, man, their dad did not do a good job, and I need to fucking fix this. Like, when Mm -hmm. he dies, like, I never had kids on my own because I was so afraid of turning into my abusive dad, and then he's just the best dad in the world. Mm -hmm. And, oh, I had a bunch of fucking feelings about Bobby and Castiel because, like, I'm building a Bobby playlist right now, and it's Mm -hmm. mostly just kind of, like, I just keep putting, like, these very existential loneliness songs <laughs> in my Bobby playlist because he's such, like, a lonely character to me. I mean, he had to kill his wife, and he is a hub for other hunters, but you don't ever mm-hmm. really see him interacting with other hunters that much. He's just living on his own in this dump, for lack of a better word, and he's just, he's such a lonely person in my mind. To and be also, fair, it is a junkyard. Yeah. Sorry. It is a junkyard. Continue. And also, like, Cass is such a lonely character in my mind as well. He's a very, very lonely character. And just, I love any fanfic. And it's like, it's a bit of a stretch, but I love any fucking fanfic where an AU, where Cassiel's last name is Singer, like, Bobby adopted him or something. Oh, that always gets to me. Like, yes. Oh my god, Bobby is everybody's dad, and I love him so much. Look, like... Oh my god. I don't necessarily know if they already kind of had that caring relationship built in with Bobby, or whether he was just kind of an acquaintance that was like, oh man, these kids at this point. Yeah. But god, I want Bobby (laughs) to just be like, yeah, he's afraid of what would happen if he were to become a father, but he sure as shit knows that that dude sucks. You know? Yeah. Also, what you said about Cass is also just why I kind of love his dynamic with Mary. You don't see him interact with her very much, but they almost instantly kind of become friends because they, they bond over this mutual feeling of loneliness and alienation. And it just would have been a little bit uh, kind of nice if we got to see Cass develop more relationships like that with just other regular hunters because he doesn't really have many yeah. relationships outside of Sam and Dean. He has Claire and other angels like Hannah, but I just it'd just be so nice if, you know, you got to see yeah. him bond with people. Yeah, like I think he bonds with Bobby a few times, but it's never quite enough. And yeah. I just, ugh, I really want to see it. Just these two lonely people. Just the idea of Bobby mm-hmm. adopting Cass. Even, like this, <laughs> this entity that's a thousand yeah. years old. And he's like, you're my son now. Like. Well, you don't know shit. You're my son now. Because someone's got to teach you, you fucking weirdo. (laughs) (laughs) So in the episode, Meg shows up and she's like, give me the fucking cold. And 
you know, she's in the house and the brothers are like staring her down. Mm -hmm. And Sam puts himself in front of Bobby. Like he holds up like his arm, like keeping this middle-aged man safe behind him. (laughs) Oh my God. And he's like a foot taller than him. Oh, it got me so much. Oh, that's my favorite thing when somebody puts someone behind their back. And just for like Sam, selfless, loving, compassionate Sam to just put himself in front of Bobby, despite being out of the hunting game for ages and only facing one demon this entire season. He's just like, yeah, I can't let Meg hurt this guy. Oh, yeah. Like, it's vague as hell when the last time he saw John was, because if it was more recent, it was probably just with Dean. So Dean meant us as in me and me and John. So Sam probably hasn't seen him in way longer than he hasn't seen uh, Dean and John. It's been a long ass time since he's seen Bobby. Yeah. Oh my God. There was this one fanfic I read recently where I'll put it in the show notes or whatever, but where Dean has gotten really into cooking and Cass got like a bunch of ingredients. And I don't know, some, he said something like, oh, we can make a meatloaf or some kind of food like that and dean and sam got really quiet and they're like oh bobby used to make this that for us like every friday when we were kids and i was just like oh upsetting how upsetting you i could see that of course i could see that oh my god oh now i want a fucking thing about bobby and all the food he cooked for the for them as kids just oh my god because john wouldn't fucking cook for them absolutely not but bobby didn't have I mean, you know, Bobby didn't have a wife, so he had to learn to cook for himself. Like, eh, yeah, there's a little bit of grossness to that. But Bobby had to learn to cook for himself, and then he cooks for these surrogate sons because their father won't feed them enough, won't get, won't give them enough fucking vegetables because they just live at motels and live off convenience store food. Also, are you kidding? Oh, yeah. If you want me to hurt you more, oh yeah, he had to yes, yes, yes. learn how to cook for himself because any recipes that were hers he just didn't he couldn't bring himself to make those oh my god oh you're so right you're welcome (laughs) okay for a good while he had to do his own cooking and then when the brothers showed up he started dipping into her recipes because then he had to cook for you know more than just one person (laughs) and then oh oh god what was his wife's name karen karen okay I was going to say another yeah. K name, and I'm like, that's not right. And then I was like, <laughs> Ellen's not right either. That's a living woman. <laughs> it might be Helen. I, yeah, I think Helen was that woman from the last episode. Yeah, I it's know. something like Karen or Helen. I know it ends with an N, because that's why I almost said yeah. Ellen. I'm like, no. Bobby has a type. It's any woman <laughs> whose name ends in N. <laughs> Granted, as I said, Bobby is my fandom bicycle, so I just ship him with everybody. <laughs> God. Except John. Fuck that. Absolutely not. <laughs> I kind of want to just write a fic where I create the situation that led to Bobby and John's falling out, where Bobby almost shoots mm. him, just to make John as shitty as possible. <laughs> Bobby should have shot him. Dean should have shot him. I was so angry with yeah. Dean for not killing his dad. Like, I understand why he couldn't do it. Like, I. I mean, that's a hard thing to do, but he should have killed his dad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Instead, Cass gets to thumb wrestle his dad. <laughs> Good enough, I guess. Um, the brothers are leaving and Bobby says, bring your dad around. I won't even try to shoot him this time. Like, yes. Icon. That is the exact amount of respect 
John deserves. Like, okay, I'll try not to shoot him this time, but I can't guarantee it. Oh my god. Uh, they trap Meg in a devil's trap very cleverly, because in this season they're actually clever. Oh, I love it when they're clever. And they're exercising the demon out of her and, like, trying to get information out of her, and... And then they have this whole dilemma. It's like, well, if you take the demon out, she's going to die because she fell off a building. And the brother's doing anyway, because getting answers is a little bit more important. <laughs> so Yeah, so they get the demon out and she dies. I miss when the brothers like actually cared about the people that the demons inhabited. But also like she is dying. Her ribs are like sticking into her mm-hmm. lungs probably and she's like john winchester is in an apartment on this avenue and they're like okay can you tell us anything else about our Ugh. dad and she's like uh yeah here's some more info and they're like okay anything else she's like uh, okay and it's like yeah she probably has a family can you mm-hmm. get her last words that yeah. are about your dad and your needs please yeah. like she's a person like they didn't think they would be able to get any more information out of her after they um, exercised the demon. It was yeah. more so, well, we need this demon gone. And also, well, Dean was like, put her out of her misery. Let her die a human rather than, you know, be locked up sharing her body with the demon. Like, well, that's a, yeah. that sure is a decision to make for another person, but okay. Yeah, that's true. They weren't expecting to get any information from her. They weren't expecting her to live, which I was kind of like, you can still exercise the demon and just have someone on standby to see if they can save her from her injuries so that way yeah so they ended up being like oh shit she's alive call an ambulance oh she has words to say last words get them like so it's like i have very conflicted feelings about all of that because on one hand she was actually grateful because she did not want to be possessed and she was like you know what yeah you are right i kind of would prefer for it to just be over but it's like i mean they had no way of knowing that yeah. And also there's that episode later where she's like one of the witnesses raised by a devil's gate seal, whatever the fuck, where she is like kicking Dean to death. Like, you should have cared about me. Mm-hmm. My family missed me. And you didn't fucking do anything about it. It's like, yeah, you're fucking right. Yeah. You didn't have any last words. You didn't mention get to mention your family at all. Yeah. That could have saved your sister. Like, Oh, the Winchesters are so selfish sometimes. Yeah. It's exhausting. Yeah. Yeah, so they get the information and they start to head out and they're talking to Bobby. They're like, oh, what are you going to do with the dead body? And Bobby is like, I'll just lie to the cops. It's not hard. And it's like, Bobby. <laughs> Bobby, I love you so much with every fiber of my being, but how the fuck are you going to explain a missing woman in your living room dead with all her bones broken yeah also like it's pretty incriminating that like you you still probably have all the things that were you know from when you had her tied up and shit and there's also a bunch of occult shit in your house and a devil's trap on the ceiling but also it's going to be a lot easier for one person to lie to the cops than three Bobby has to be an episode of a true crime podcast within the supernatural <laughs> universe. Absolutely. Like, he has to. <laughs> and the podcast hosts are like, and they just, the cops just let him get away with it. Can you believe that? That's so messed up. And it's like, 
Because, like, we know Bobby. The cops don't know Bobby. Nobody else knows Bobby. We know that's for a good reason. How the fuck do you explain that, though? Yeah. Insanity. Like, what did he do? <laughs> How did he get out of it's- that one? <laughs> <laughs> Truly, that's like a whole series on its own. There's Like, there's that Weekend of Bobby's episode, which is very mm-hmm. good, but I think it should about him explaining this to the cops. That could have been an entire episode. How? Oh you can't do that. So, they leave Bobby's. Bobby promises he'll try not to shoot John. You know, he said he wouldn't shoot him. He might poison him. He might stab him. He could do anything else. Just He just won't shoot him. So they learn about Devil's Traps in this episode, which, and Sam draws, like, a chalk Devil's Trap on the car to, like, keep the cult safe from demons. Even though the cult is in demons' pants later. Bizarre. Supernatural is nothing if not inconsistent on its sort of God. But it is kind of cool because, like, they don't have the tattoos yet, I don't think. They don't have the Devil's Trap tattoos. They get those maybe next season or the season after. Isn't that crazy to think about? Like, John gets possessed by the demon later after they- I'm just gonna skip over what they say. They, you know, they flip a fire alarm, a bunch of people leave, mm-hmm. de- some demons are like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And Sam and Dean, they're in firefighters' costumes, and oh my god, Dean did say, like, I always wanted to be a firefighter when I was a kid. <sighs> and Sam's just like, I never knew that. And I'm like, on one hand- like, yeah, you were kids. Why would you remember that? Even if he did mention it. Two, he probably only wanted that for like maybe five months when he was six. But also, yeah. I do think it's very cute that Dean grew up just wanting to be a firefighter. That's adorable. God, I think in the finale that he has like resumes or like work applications and... I think people wanted it to be firefighter, but I think if you zoom in, it was for police van. Like, fuck you. Why are we going the Harry Potter route now? <laughs> oh, my God. Why would you be a police officer after knowing you have so much trauma in San... Oh, Lord. Also, he always, always has content for local uh, local oh police God, officers yeah. because he, like, he's, he's always just like, they don't know fucking shit. I'm just like, why do you want to be a police officer then? I I get it. You have like two cop friends like that. It makes sense that of the people they would befriend, it would have to be someone like with some position of authority. But like, come on. Why why two cops? Why two cops? And especially in 2020. Yeah. Like 2020 is when they decided (laughs) to put in the background that he wanted to be a cop. Okay. 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 Like. Yeah, there are benefits to having hunters in the police force, but, like, is it worth it? <laughs> and for Dean? Oh. Anyhow, oh, Boise. Should have been something that has nothing to do with hunting. Something minimally physical, honestly, probably, too, because of how much, yeah. like, damage he's put his body through. <laughs> just, like, I'm not saying that he has to get an office job, but I'm just, like, maybe you shouldn't be doing something super physical like as much as i love the construction worker like theory like yeah that sounds pretty cool but also i don't want to think about him doing hard labor every day out in the sun like he should be a goddamn medic he's a cleric now i have decided to be fair as fun as like emt dean would be that's also very physical you're gonna have to carry bodies unconscious bodies (laughs) Yeah, but, like, like kind of how I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, just, like, 
you know, they're living in the bunker and the hunters come to him. Oh, that's come fair. to them. And, you know, he meets them in the hospital and goes from, he was like, a, you know, Nurse Dean. A plus. <gasps> Dean goes to nursing school. Sorry, that's oh, going to be my AU oh. of the week. Sorry. <laughs> Continue. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had a different AU that wasn't Dean-centric, but, like, I'm back on my bullshit. Okay. Um. Okay. Okay. At one point, uh, Dean says, you both can't wait to sacrifice yourself for this thing. But you know what? I'm going to be the one who has to bury you. <gasps> yes. Like, hey, Dean, remember that. Remember that you said that. And then maybe yeah. also apply the same logic to yourself. But also- Oh my I God, don't yeah. think there's ever going to be a more intense line of uh, than I'm the one who's going to have to bury you. Whenever a character says that, it it sends like shivers down my spine because it's not like a Dean original, but like holy shit, fuck! In this season sixteen that we're living in, who oh boy that fucking hits. Yeah, uh, and then he didn't even get to bury Cass. In didn't the even end. get to oh, bury oh, him. Oh, not get. Oh, oh, <sighs> that's too painful. <laughs> can't think about it um so yeah they go get their dad and <laughs> they have like three bullets left in the cult uh sam gets attacked by tom the demon <laughs> i can't get over tom he's just he's just a fucking person who just, just thinks dude. he's cooler than he is yeah <laughs> and he attacks sam and dean uses one of the bullets on tom it's not as dramatic as with the vampire, but there is, like, the thunderclap and, mm-hmm. like, a little bit of electricity. It's like, whoa. And so they pick up their dad, and they go to the cabin, and that's where shit hits the fucking fan. Oh, what a <laughs> Fucking scene. Dean realizing that his dad is possessed because he says, I'm proud of you. He's like, nah, 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 nah. He turned me a new one for wasting the bullet. You're not my fucking dad. Holy shit. What a terrible dad do you have to be that a demon is a more supportive father. Imagine being a John Winchester sympathizer after that. After, oh, my dad was nice to me. That can't possibly be my dad. Fucked up. Fucked Mm -hmm. up. That's another heartbreaking Dean moment in this episode. And like before that... Dean is kind of talking about, like, I, I, I had to kill a man to save you, Sam. I literally had to put a bullet through mm-hmm. not just a demon, but a human person to save you. Mm-hmm. And John comes in and he's like, I'm just, I'm just a killer. I'm a horrible killer. And John comes in and he's like, you're not a killer. You're a caring person and you care about this family so much. <laughs> and, and, that, and, yeah, and Dean is like, oh, that's not my fucking dad. <laughs> he's got to go. Oh, it's so messed up. The writers don't even realize how messed up that is. I Oh my god, it's so fucked up. <sighs> and Sam sides with Dean. He's like, actually, Dean does have a point. You are a dick, so... <laughs> also, I think it would have been kind of funny if <laughs> it turns out that Sam was the one who possessed who was possessed instead of John. Oh my god, that would like, have been hilarious. He just walks in the room like, whoa, hey, whoa, oh boy. <laughs> I'm nice to <laughs> you and you time. want to kill me? I, I think that would have been a wake-up call for John. Yeah. I don't think he would have answered it, but... <laughs> yeah. The demon's just like, wow, this is way easier than I thought it'd be. These are the Winchesters? Alright, I guess. <laughs> 
So the brothers splashed uh, John with holy water earlier, and it didn't smoke him or anything, uh, which they'll forget about later on. Sure, consistency. um, This this was really weird, because the yellow-eyed demon, I mean, he does have, like, a good scene, because he's like, you know, Meg and Tom, those were my children, and you killed my children. How dare you? what, What is the difference between you and me? Which, like... I mean, granted, Yellow <laughs> Demon is way worse than the Winchesters, but like, it is not a both sides argument, but it is. I wish we got more of the demons being a family mm-hmm. instead of a hierarchy like every other motherfucking monster. I fully believe he was lying, though. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, it could be just like, those are my children in the way that like a manager sees their employees as oh children. Oh my god. I mean, it could also be those are my children in the same way Sam and all of the demon blood kids are his children. Yeah, 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 that too. Well, there's a very loud car outside. Jesus Oh my Christ. god, I can hear Shut it. <laughs> Fuck off. There's this teenager who has a really shitty car and just works on it constantly. And like, bro, you're not Dean Winchester. Shut the fuck up. Okay, I think he's done. No one's allowed to work on cars. Dean Winchester has a <laughs> If you're not corner. going through some emotional turmoil and start beating up the car you just fixed, like, are you a good character? No. Oh my god. Anyway. Anyways, uh, <laughs> Dean should have killed his dad. He should have killed his motherfucking dad. Like, his dad managed to uh, risk control back from the demon for a second to, like... I hate that so uh, much. Why, of all people, why him? Like, he's the like one of the only people who's ever done that. Like, yeah, pff, bullshit. He doesn't love his kids that much. Exactly, exactly. That It drives me insane. Like, oh, he loves his son. No, he fucking doesn't. Dean literally just said like oh my father says he loves me therefore that is not my father that no you know what season two should have had john as a yellow-eyed demon wouldn't that have been so insanely crazy <laughs> would have been and good? so good if they just kept him as the yellow-eyed demon yeah no that would have been insane honestly i think that if anything makes sense it's just his intense stubbornness that got through it but even then i'm just like of all people why did you have to give that power to john for fucking real he gets control back for a second to distract the demon and get his kids free um sam shoots the demon in the leg which doesn't kill the demon and then john is begging dean to you know kill him because the demon is still inside of him and if you kill oh, no, he's him begging now, sam to kill him oh sam yeah you're right uh because sam's the one with the gun he's begging sam to kill him because the demon is still inside of him and dean is begging sam not to that's what it was and i'm just like sam yeah. should have killed sam should have killed him sam should have sam fucking- sam's not capable of killing him because he's just a very kind person but he should have yeah like, in comparison, Dina's like, no, don't kill our dad. Oh, no, I'm bleeding out. Bleh. And John is like, you gotta shoot me, son! You gotta, you gotta, gotta shoot it. me! You gotta shoot me, please, Sammy, I'm begging you, you gotta- and he's, like, going on for, like, a full minute, like, you have to shoot me! And Dean's like, oh, don't kill our dad. See? Oh, that's a Sam. Girl, why? <laughs> Sam didn't deserve- to have to be the one to shoot his dad, but his dad deserved to get shot. His dad deserved to get shot Again. so bad. <laughs> Through the heart. 
yeah. And of course, John is like, why didn't you shoot me? You should have shot me. I'm so, I, you guys are so disobedient. You're such bad kids. I'm so, you're fucking grounded. I can't believe you wouldn't shoot me. I like, you didn't kill me. Fucked up. <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> Not great. I can't believe you, my son, couldn't kill me. So messed so up. This family's up. the fucking worst. They are. <laughs> I did want to point out that yellow-eyed demon, yeah, I mean, he's like torturing Dean. And he says to Dean, he's like, your family doesn't need you. Not like you need them. Like, ooh, ooh, ooh. oh, it doesn't get more Dean than this. <laughs> That's Dean, baby. <laughs> oh my god so yeah they don't shoot their dad even though they fucking should have and then sam is driving them to a hospital and then oh i can never watch the scene because car accident trauma but they get slammed by a truck and it's fucking meg right or is it the yellow-eyed demon it's a random demon it's a demon that's like working for them really i I thought it was meg in another meat suit no i think it's just a random demon Terrible. Yeah, I guess we'll see in season two, but yeah. In my time of dying. <sighs> oh, that is a really good ending for a season, even though I can't really watch it. It's like a very good supernatural ending because, you know, it's the combination of demonic occult craziness and also a truck fucking slams into yeah. their home. An 18-wheeler just fucking bowls them over. Like... It's very dramatic, very sudden, very mundane. <laughs> but yeah, it is a supernatural occurrence. It's really and then in the Netflix version they play some shitty fucking song, but in the original version they play the um Bad Mood Rising song by Creedence Clearwater. See? Oh, I love that song. That's such a perfect especially, you know, for the season 1 of a 15-year series, there's a Bad Moon Rising perfect perfect choice like in the meta oh my god perfect but then also just like in the moment when it aired that's such a oh god it's such a good song in general and a good song for that moment like fuck yeah like like i said i'm not super into um a lot of like the kind of music they generally play on the show but like it's good music whether or not i like it or not that's also just a song i like yeah, no, I, that's one of the classic rock songs that I actually, if a classic rock song isn't about fucking some ladies, then like, I'm good. I'll go. Oh my god, what a fucking banger of episode. Oh boy. And it's got Bobby. Oh, just, oh, I'm so excited. We're gonna get more Bobby in the next season too. Yeah. And we're gonna get the Harvilles. We're gonna get the Roadhouse soon. Ooh, yeah, oh you're my right. god. Oh my god. I don't know if I can even wait. I Yeah, I don't know if I can wait. I, I'm so excited to watch it. Oh my god. Alright, let's get to uh, trivia. So I said Bad Moon Rising. Um, this was wild. The secluded cabin in the woods was actually built on stage. The Supernatural Official Companion Season 1 uh, production designer Jerry Wainick, Wainick? Wainick explains that the location had, had to be particularly atmospheric because the Winchesters were going to spend a lot of time in it. So they had to build a forest and then the cabin. So that, I actually, like, stopped and looked at it. It You can tell that it's fake if you, like, are staring at it for a good while. But it looks good. They got, they nailed it. Wait, did they ever bring that cabin back? Yeah, that's the crazy thing. I don't think they did. I think it was just They spent episode. so much time and they didn't even use it? I mean, that's the thing about early season Supernatural is that they 
had money and they could go fucking crazy because they were trying to be prestige, kind of. Well, maybe not. But they were trying to be a little a higher brow than like sitcoms or whatever. So they had money. This I think it was like on TNT and stuff. So like they had money to spend. Whereas later on, like, oh, Supernatural, you want to build an entire (laughs) forest on set? Fuck off. Don't call us back. You're canceled right now. That's why I think Take it out. That's why Supernatural got (laughs) Go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say take it out of the budget that you're using to uh refilm because you keep goofing off. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Sorry. Exactly. Sorry. Had to go there. No, you're fucking right. They spend way too much time. Just Oh, my, yeah. Oh my god. It makes me so upset how much time they spent. It's it's so stupid. Um Jim Beamer's character, uh Bobby Singer was only supposed to appear in the ep- in this episode. However, he soon became a regular on the show. And we know kind of that uh the woman who played Missouri Mosley was supposed to essentially be Bobby Singer, but she took on i think like a a role on Grey's anatomy or something like that Mm -hmm. so she could god oh i want the supernatural of missouri mosley hung and also missouri mosley and bobby singer i kind of mentioned i ship them i want that i want that so bad we deserve (laughs) it i want it um oh oh my god this one oh this one this is the first episode to feature the instrumental piece called americana kind of also known as dean's thing yes i noticed that yeah, which is, you know, we kind of know from the finale where it's Castiel's theme and then it becomes Dean's theme. Oh, my God. The layers to it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't. I can't think about that. God. We're all going insane. I remember t- 2012 Tumblr and like people just like putting together compilations of the t- of the times when Dean's theme played. It's like, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. That song gets me yeah. every time. Oh, it's such a good fucking song. Maybe I'll put it in the middle here. It's so good. Just, oh, yeah, just, it's perfect. Yeah, w- it's perfect. when it first so played, good. I was like, I'm losing my mind. I'm losing my mind. This is it. This is the song. When did it play? Yeah. I remember it was like a scene where you were looking at the Impala. Yeah, I think that's a little bit before the truck hits. It does like a couple of notes, but it's also a tiny bit of something else too. But you can definitely hear a little bit if you're looking for that piano key. Yeah. You know? Oh, the song is by uh, Jay Gruska. This piece would later become synonymous with the Winchester Brothers after its use in, you know, season five, episode 22, mm-hmm. Supernatural, Swan Song, mm-hmm. 2010. But it appears several times throughout the seasons, usually when something emotionally heavy, either in a good or bad way, is happening. Yeah. And the last trivia is, this is the first time we see a full exorcism, and it's also the first time... Mm-hmm. A demon is depicted as black smoke as opposed to the black swarm in Supernatural Phantom Traveler. But also, some demons took over the people in the crowd and it was just like, they grew some black veins and there was a sound effect. <laughs> they don't know what they're doing with demons at this point. They're like, oh shit, demons are going to be a recurring thing? Fuck, we gotta throw a bunch of spaghetti at the wall until we figure something out. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Okay, a use of the week. Um, I forgot my actual AU of the week, so um, I'm going with my Dean Winchester goes to nursing school and becomes a nurse after he retires AU. And he retires immediately after the finale. This is the secret good ending of uh, Supernatural. For real. He <laughs> deserves it. I think there's some good nurse Dean fanfics out there, actually. I think I've read one. My AU of the week is just 
Starting Supernatural. <laughs> Dina's Shane. He hates his job. He hates his life. But he cares about his little sister. Surrogate little sister? I don't know if Shane is actually related. Whatever. It doesn't matter. And Cass. <laughs> Cass is the farmer in my AU. Because <laughs> that's cute. I just, I love Gardner Cass so much. That, that always delights me. Yeah. Oh, it's always delightful. It's very good. All right, I okay, we need to wrap this up. This is episode is so long. Uh, I'm Duplus on Tumblr, Duplus27 on Twitter, Duplus everywhere. Bo, do you have anything you want to say? Um, again, uh, don't try to find me, but if you do and you have a gun that, like, can kill <laughs> any living being, you'll have to shoot me because if not, I will find you. And I will not stop until I hunt you down. And it's the only thing that can kill me. <laughs> I don't know why I said that, but yeah, have a good day. Uh, you can find us at Hellink Podcast on Twitter, Hellink Complicated on Tumblr and Facebook. Uh, please leave rev- review on Apple Podcasts if you enjoyed this. It makes it, you know, more people will see us or whatever. <laughs> um, and lastly, Misha Collins, please come on the show and... You know, the vaccine is coming soon, as I've said. So I think you and I should get matching Devil's Trap tattoos. I think that would be really fucking sick. Oh my god, Devil's Devil's Trap tramp stamps. Let's do it. Let's do it. He said at the convention he really wants to get a tattoo. So like, I'm just saying, Misha, you and me, I'll pay for it. You have money, but I'll pay for it, I guess. Don't pay for it. You exhaust me. Yeah, Misha Collins, actually, you owe me emotional <laughs> damages so pay for my devil's trap tramp stamp please thank you <laughs> have a good day and carry on my wayward kids i <laughs> i had a dream last night that I, I got 50 responses but it was all from the same person with one sentence of their story per response. That sounds like something you'd do. No, because I don't triple text like you do. I keep all my shit in one paragraph. I'm a deca texter, bitch. Get it right. (laughs) To be fair, though, you did send me the entire um, Pepe Silva rant um, broken up between four different gift receipts from four different gifts for my birthday. So... That's fair. And I did only do four gifts so I could get the vast majority of the speech in. I was like, I can't afford all these presents, but I have to. You got me more gifts just to fit in more meme. (laughs) I'm good on money now. So kind of unemployment. Oh, my God.